0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to selfdiscoverymedia.com and our series, Quantum Spirituality. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest on this wonderful new year is Joanna Durbalowski. I pray, I'm (laughs) saying it right. Uh, Happy new year to everyone. You know, we we're looking at the transformational promise which is her recent book and we're going to be talking today about how we can actually great you know embrace this 2020 off one starting off on the right foot but she says exactly uh, especially now with the uncertainty that has become more known factor um of life. And it is it is good to start our walk into the unknown on the right foot. And it helps to know which foot it is. For this, you have to know yourself. The better you get to know yourself, the easier it is to become, to release those limiting patterns and old baggage. This will help you reinvent yourself, throw, uh, go through the flow of life's challenges, and move forward without too much baggage weighing you down. Nothing stays the same. This too shall pass, are the promises. Of life, with uh, the more we detach from the temporary in life, the happier we will become. And let's not forget about kindness. Be kind to yourself first and foremost, and others, because life is full of challenges and hurdles. And kindness is the only way and the easier way to get through life um she is the developer of quantum heartfield experience as uh, she's a metaphysical a metaphysical teacher spiritual counselor energy healing coach she has worked for um more than 25 years in the field of of metaphysics. In addition to her primary work, she's an ordained minister and international metaphysical ministries, hypnotherapy and matrix elegetics practitioner, past life regressionist, timeline therapist, Reiki master and life coach. This woman is boring. She does nothing. (laughs) Welcome, Joelle. (laughs) We could go on and on with all the titles that you have there, but... You're a person that's truly and naturally immersed herself into your calling, haven't you?
1: Well, yeah, it's a continuous search and there's always something, and there's always something more to find.
0: Yes, so- there is. Well, Happy New Year to you. 2021 is giving everybody, we do not want to repeat 2020 on any level, although we are still kind of in the mist. you know, obviously, of the pandemic and the economic crisis, but it's also the beautiful invitation for life to change, for patterns to change, for us to seed what we really want in life, rather than dwelling on the past. So it's a wonderful opportunity right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it is, but so is everything. But we uh, we tend to look at the new year as a new start. Mm. And um, although, you know, every morning you get up, it's a new start. Yes. <laughs> But let's, I think 2020 was a great opportunity to go inward mm-hmm. and to really search and find what is meaningful um, at a lot of people that were really devastated by having to be alone on the holidays. And I kept saying, yes, but what is the holiday really about? Mm-hmm. So, you know, look inside. It's not about a huge party. It's uh, <laughs> at the most being in a barn with a major, <laughs> and no friends around, but um, for some, or, you know, gathering of some sort of struggle to bring in light, and no matter what your holiday was, the, the meaning behind the holidays is always a solitary deep one. Mm. So we got through this, and we got back to the root of what really matters, I think, a little bit forceful, mm. but we did. And so now we start out fresh with what we found inside of ourselves.
0: Yes. We went back to source um, and rediscovered our core. Um, And, you know, we have for so long now, decades, been living the outside life, the opulent life, the expected life of you have to be, you must have this, you must be rich, you must be famous, you must be that. And we've realized in reflection that it's a very empty life. And so this forcing ourselves to go in and look at our lives from the inside out. And am I being honest to my own calling, to my own purpose, to my own gift in life? Am I living a life by somebody else's dictation? Or am I truly immersing myself in the gift that I was given and and speaking to it, acting on it? Because I think that was the reflection in many ways, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I totally agree and um, you know I obviously I'm not 20 years old anymore, where things are different and different things matter and you still have to explore and you may not have had all the things that you needed to have to find out that they don't add anything to your life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the trials and tribulations. Yes. At <laughs> work. I mean, I I live in a small apartment and um, people ask me, why don't you live in a bigger place? I said, I don't want to spend my time taking care of it. Right. Right. More important things there's to do. No no point in it. So I think there's stages of life that are a little bit different and what's important, you know, I'm also not looking at having kids that need their own rooms anymore and
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes I'm, so I'm that true yeah um,
1: in a lot of ways this part of life I think is easier because I don't have to prove myself to my co-workers anymore and make sure my parents accept me because they're not there anymore <laughs> I <laughs> hear I- you I hear you. It's. It, I think
0: it's much easier in, in, in this time period because we've been there, done that. And in reflection, we realized that we, we were chasing kind of an illusion and an expectation. And, and in, in discovery, but we're always in self-discovery of who we are and what we're here to do. It's this, I think, when you're willing to go through that process and open up to that core energy, you really understand everything is about calmness, peacefulness. You know living from that inside out and and connection to that quantum energy, we actually understand we have everything we want. It's there, it's within us, all around us. And there's a certain amount of peace about it, isn't there?
1: Yeah, and of course, there were a lot of uh, hurdles that got us there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. One of the things we need to do, we need to allow the the younger generations to to bypass their own hurdles and to climb over them and climb their mountains and not not be so judgmental of everything Mm. they do or they want or... Just being more acceptance of our fellow people because we don't know what their road is and what what kind of challenges they need.
0: No. And we do know that the challenges and what kind of defines them, you know, people find their strength and their courage, their abilities that they didn't even know that they had, you know, through these challenges. I think what has happened in the past with generations, we got stuck on them. We got stuck in the either, you know, woe is me or why is it me uh, or stuck in the trauma of it. And I think uh, in a lot of ways, our younger generation, it's, um, you know, shoot happens. I'm not going to let this define me. Um I'm, you know, I'm going to explore other opportunities. And do you think there is a generational difference now in the way that we look at challenges and trauma?
1: Um, yeah I do I think it's really much harder for younger people now than it was for when I was a kid because of the social media mm, and they're always in the public eye yes I mean you know when I was a kid we could do things and nobody would find out yes thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah if people knew we did that but yeah. they're there and they're there forever Yes. whatever they do is there it's out in the open forever which is sort of a spiritual thing too it's like everybody mm. is becoming more clairvoyant because they know everything about you yeah and,
0: and i think it forces people to be more honest with who they are because you are is such exposure
1: yeah you you kind of have to really think about what you're doing mm-hmm. because you, you're always watched
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all but the other side is that everybody is always out there so when you do something wrong it doesn't have that much weight to it because the next person will be in the limelight by the time, you know, you get upset about it and you're like, Oh, okay, whatever. You know, the next person is coming and they've already forgotten about me. So it's a, a whole different um, set of challenges. Mm. But I yeah. think it doesn't matter what, what kind of challenges it is. We all have challenges Yes. and they help us shape us and move us
0: on. Yes. Well that's that's what the point of it is. That's the point of, of the human experience. Is you know when we connect to, you know, that quantum divine energy, which is our guidance. And if our heart is closed down. Our soul or our core cannot talk to us, um, so it's it's always willing to be vulnerable and have an open heart, even if it gets hurt or even if it's it feels pain for what it sees or what it experiences. It is that openness uh, as a, a guiding compass, I think. You know, for that source knowledge to come through. And the older we get and the more experiences we go through, the more we understand that. Um, and it's it truly is a gift because. Yeah, you can't go through life without feeling some form of pain or sorrow or despair even. Um, but it's it is that gift of getting through it and understanding why it happened and, and the gift that you were left with. And I think as we get older, we understand that more.
1: Yeah, and the gift that we're left with is inside. Yes, everything else is temporary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all our relationships, our bodies and everything is temporary. And we will, you know, have to leave it sooner or later.
0: Yes, but we leave the body, but you know, our core energy spirit goes on, and um, and you know, very often when we choose to open up to that kind of quantum spirituality energy, you know, that messaging that we're getting is from that beautiful collective wisdom that's out there, and um, and I think the last year of reflection, you know, review, and now renew is the time don't look to the external for the answers because nobody has them. It is most certainly the internal, but then I think also the conversation of the internal um, knowledge that's coming to you and that we need to be more willing to talk from our inside out.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Um, my, my teacher says, uh, let love be your perfume. Mm. which is a sentence i really like because yeah. it's so you know everybody can imagine that so yes. just when you focus on that and that is your essence that also you emanate then um it's uh you you become a whole different person yeah but it's you know we we look back at history we study history and then we repeat it <laughs> i <laughs> you know why
0: <laughs> why do we take so long to learn um do you think that now that there is such a shift in the energies, um, you know, a turning up of the frequency in the higher vibrations that perhaps uh, we can learn quicker actually within a lifetime <laughs> instead of the repeated lifetimes um, and that right now that volume is being turned up and this is why we're being shaken up, woken up, asked to step up and and change it up? Do you think this, do you feel that right now with the energy work that you do?
1: Well, I think time is speeding up so we we can fit more lifetimes into one lifetime.
0: (laughs) Most certainly, yes. (laughs) Some of
1: us also notice when that happens, you know, things shift so drastically and everything falls away and then there's a whole new lifetime all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, yeah, we have that opportunity to maybe learn a little bit faster, but we tend to not grab that opportunity as people. And we, we like to look at the past and we like to dwell on it. And we like to, well, our desires and our um, makeup has really not changed that much. Mm. It's really not all that interesting. When I, <laughs> <laughs> and I include myself in that, but when you, uh, when I do, when I used to teach um, intuition and people how to be their own best psychic mm. there's always three questions it's uh, love finance and health mm-hmm. i mean that doesn't change that's what anybody is interested in that's what this body is about those three um things in life and we don't really think much past it we just dress it in a different play yeah. a different movie <laughs> yes yes a different so tragedy <laughs> And that's where the challenges come in. You know, when you lose a loved one, that is the the most devastating pain. Mm -hmm. But the pain is really not with the person that died. The pain is with the hole that they left in our life. I mean, grief is somewhat of a selfish emotion because... They moved on. They're probably not feeling the pain that they had in the body.
0: They're doing fine, mate. They're doing fine. Yes.
1: (laughs) We want to, you know, be upset about it and be heartbroken about it because we can't grasp that attachment being gone from our life. Mm. And I, you know, and it's a very valid pain. And grief is a process that, you know, it's incredible and difficult to go through. But eventually, hopefully, we'll learn that it's only about our attachments. Mm-hmm. It's not about our attachments to how we should live, how much money we should make. Mm-hmm. Or it's in our attachment, what our bodies should live like. Look like. <laughs> I mean, I live in Southern California. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> so yes. A lot of the grandmothers look younger than the grandkids here. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, for Botox, right? Yeah. <laughs> the plastic so, surgeon's
1: arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah and somebody benefits from it, but ultimately, it's, you know, we're going to have to go through that. We're going to have to go through losing this body. We're going to have to. There's no no way out of it.
0: Right. As the, you know, I remember the first time I was pregnant and, you know, I was at that seven, eighth month and you're uncomfortable and you can't sleep. And it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then there's a voice saying, well, there is only one way out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, that I think is when we get ourselves into something and we realize I don't like this. Well, You know, put the foot to the pedal and go through the process because there is only one way out. Right. You know, we can't. There aren't any shortcuts. You can speed up the process, but there aren't any shortcuts. Whatever you're going through is because you're meant to go through it, not around it, avoid it or pay someone else to do it. That going through that experience is there for a reason.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, goes with putting the right foot forward. In the yes. <laughs> yes. Don't dwell so long on the problem.
0: You're going to find yourself very wobbly if you're just standing on one foot all the time. Yeah. Right? So Lift the, the other one up.
1: <laughs> they are really, I mean, there is no wrong foot and there is no wrong path. It's mm-hmm. just a path and mm-hmm. the lessons will come to you no matter what path you decide to go on. And then you go look at them and you say, okay, um, this is uh, the turn I'm taking right now because it looks a little bit better or and you know, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. But this dwelling on avoiding stuff that we've experienced in the past and desiring stuff that we might want to feel in the future or thinking that our neighbors have a better life mm-hmm. and they want that one. That's a huge waste of energy.
0: Yes, productive energy. I mean, the, the I think what's happened a lot with, with humans is because of the outside dictation of how we should live our lives, we've kind of given our power up uh, to I must fulfill that expectation. But it, instead, if we look at life as wondrous and a black canvas for us to paint on, and be willing to go through those different paths, those take those different journeys in exploration. Um, the difference is, is take your experiences that you've learned and have them in your backpack. You, the people that you meet along the way that share their wisdom and their knowledge, put it in your backpack because you never know when you need to draw from that. But we're meant to b- walk blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, feel, and, and hear. Because that's a part of the the experience of life, isn't it? Not to do it by numbers.
1: Yeah. So you know, but we don't even have to think about the backpack. We have our experiences. Mm-hmm. We we have everything. It's always with us. And you know, says anything in life ever turned out the way you thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you say? The, uh, the best laid plans. God loves that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, I can't Um, think of anything in my life that turned out the way I've thought it should or could.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot to do with what we feed, you know, the seed, water and nurture. Um, And you can have a fruitful field of abundance or, you know, fruitful field of weeds. You know, it depends what we've seeded and what we're watering. And, And I think also the big word allow you know allow your life to unravel in front of you in that wonderment again don't go back to dictating how it should be because every time we do that we get disappointed and if you don't get stuck in the it must be and just simply allow instead of being disappointed you will be actually kind of illuminated by what you're given
1: yeah yeah i totally agree with that and also you know you you if you worry Then um, that's what you get. You get more things to worry about. So, another thing that I used to like to tell people is do not push with all your energy against the universe Mm -hmm. because you'll lose.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's slightly bigger. yeah
1: it's a lot better to go flow with the river than to you know walk uphill
0: we we look just look at the salmon the poor creatures are having to swim upstream all the time you know it's it's tiring um if we go with the flow and then occasionally now and again just decide to go to land and explore that um we sell ourselves short a great deal don't we you know, as human beings, because when, when we align ourselves to that wonderful energy, we really can surprise ourselves and just how incredibly able we are uh, in doing things. And and very often we only discover that when necessity steps in. But if we could be open to that before that, you know, uh, we would realize how much more gifted we really are. We sell ourselves short.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we sell ourselves short and also we have, we don't have, you don't have available to you what um, all the the things that are available for you. When your mind is clogged Mm -hmm. (laughs) with worry and uh, what if, and oh my God, I don't know what to do, which, um, you know, is what we do naturally. Yes. But so 90% of the space that could come up with an idea or a solution is already taken up. Mm, That's what we don't want to have happen. So I think it's always really good to get to know yourself when you know yourself and then it comes in, Oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, that whole drama queen thing. And I can do that really well. (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah. Then I go like, okay, so there's a time for it. I Mm. I used to tell my clients that um, it's good to set a timer, like for five minutes or 10 minutes to feel sorry for yourself. Mm. And just do nothing but feel sorry for yourself. And after like a minute you go like, okay, can't I do something else? Yes. Because it's so boring to sit there and feel sorry for yourself. But when you try not to feel sorry for yourself, you do it and you repeat it and you do it and you do it. And so that becomes all you're doing. So it's better to set a time to say, okay, so five minutes I give myself to feel sorry for myself today. And then that's done. So you don't even have to say like, oh, my God, I'm so terrible. I always, you know, feel sorry for myself. Yeah. OK, so it's OK. So you allow it. You don't have to be hard on yourself with, with the growth or anything. You can just say, OK, so this is what I did. Also, you know, like when you learn meditation then some people say stop thinking, well, who the heck can do that? Yeah. I mean, you just Tell me to stop thinking something. and I'm going <laughs> <laughs> but you can sit there and think of the thoughts as like clouds to float by and to just um not give it so much important because you're not trying to stop them. You're mm. just letting them be whatever they are and now you can think of something else. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we're it's, is really important, you know, be kind yeah. to yourself and don't <laughs> think it overly hard.
0: I always say allow your emotions they're there for a reason but don't become emotional about them yeah if you're angry if you're sad there's a reason for it go through it you know what, what's making me sad okay that's making you sad what are you going to do to make you glad but when we get stuck in that emotion oh you sad oh it's wrong you know now we're in the drama of it and well, let's face it you know our emotions do love drama So, you know, it is recognize the emotion. It's there for a reason. It's an indication, but don't get stuck in the emotion because that's when you truly do have that drama and that can be paralyzing.
1: Yeah, and if you like, if you have a heartbreak or you're going through grief of some sort, which is, you know, it's a, I, to me, that's the biggest thing we go through. The most challenging is heartbreak and Mm -hmm. grief. When you go through it, allow yourself to, to feel that allow yourself to go through it and don't don't fight it even though you know you want to get over it or you want to get out of it but allow yourself to experience it and go through it and then go deeper into it Mm -hmm. like what what is it actually that you're missing what is that and how can you fill that hole with your own spirit
0: yeah yeah Um, A lot of the time people don't understand how metaphysical and spiritual people can enjoy their own company. And it's because when we go from the inside out, we realize the whole universe is with us. We're never alone. We may physically choose to be alone. um, And a lot of that time is the static around us. You know, if we've got harmony around us, then we want to dance with everyone. If it's static, no. But we are never alone when you go in. Uh, and you travel that beautiful vibe. You are never alone, are you?
1: No, we're, we're not. Ne- well, we're never alone because we're not individuals. Mm-hmm. We same energy. Yes, yes. Um, just, and I all, always look at it as like a theater play with, you know, different costumes. Mm-hmm. But we are the same energy and we just write these different roles with different costumes for everybody to play out. And it is often the ones that we don't like that hurt us that are miserable that are the most important roles in our life
0: yeah mm-hmm. you know it's I very often say refer to is that w- we are an instrument a musical instrument which we learn to play and then we bring it to an orchestra and then that wonderful symphony which resonate resonates out it becomes an invitation for others but it's knowing what instrument we are and you know a, a guitar is a piece of wood with strings. But when you know how to play those strings and get the different notes out of it, that guitar suddenly, you know, becomes even an orchestra of its own. So if we could look at our own instrument and look to the ways that we could play it, we would be quite wondrous over, again, our own abilities and what we can create.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's that uh, love what you do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and be what you love. (laughs) Mm -hmm
0: yeah you know you've hit on the kindness um a few times which you can't have love without the kindness the kindness and the caring is what brings about the love and you know it's not just jumping oh I love this but but where is the kindness where's the compassion you know where is the the cohesiveness the caringness because that is what ignites the heart that brings about the love and so many people may be kind to others but not to themselves and very often people are beating themselves up aren't they and they're not being kind to themselves
1: no generally where i would say that's one of the harder things to learn and then if you're really kind to yourself then you start thinking oh am i now egocentric which is the opposite of that because you're egocentric when you're not kind to yourself (laughs) but narcissistic you know yes (laughs) But you look at it, okay, so I made a mistake and uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Or you you wouldn't treat your, your children or your dog or your cat as bad as you treat yourself a lot of the time. Yeah. Because you're yeah. always uh, setting a different set of standards. And when with clients, often when I bring that up, they say like, yeah, but um, you're know, you trying to make me be arrogant or self-centered or so and i go like no i'm just trying to be to see that you are the most important part in your life because yes you're not there anymore you're not there anymore mm-hmm. so you should treat yourself as the most important character in your life experience
0: yeah and the more that you're immersed in that kindness that caring and that love and that passion for life the more your cup runneth over the more you have a ripple effect on everyone else so it is not being selfish it's that self care that enriches you that now you pass that enrichment on
1: yeah and we have you know we have ideas about the day and what how it's going to happen or so and like i said i live in los angeles and before 2020 there was a lot of traffic here <laughs> <laughs> it was very aggravating and very annoying and i could you know get really upset about it if i was in a rush to get where somewhere and being late and then uh, my mother got older and she was became a very slow driver. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I started getting upset about somebody on the road, I was like thinking, oh, that could be my mother. Mm-hmm. And um, and I dropped being upset about that.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: that worked, you know, for me in the traffic setting. but. It, we don't ever know what's going on in somebody else's life. We don't know what they're going through that day. We don't know what's happening. And so if we can not make them responsible for us being late or not showing up in our day the way we want to show up, then we can be kind to them because they're not in charge of what's happening in our day. Right. Yeah. Don't give your power away. Yeah. and. You
0: know, as Don Run says, you know, in the four agreements, you know, um, don't take things personally, you know, ask, don't assume, um, speak your word with integrity and do your best measured by you, not by someone else. And again, I think it, it reflects back on that, the expectation of the way we should be or, or the accountability um, and that we take on other people's angst or anger or disappointment or expectation, and then we become... We feel guilty. And what are we feeling guilty for?
1: Yeah, that's the really useless one because guilt yeah. doesn't help anybody. Oh. No, <laughs> no and it's crippling,
0: isn't it? Everybody.
1: So guilt and doubt are like the two things that I think would be best just served being thrown in the trash.
0: Mm, Garbarator.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, we don't need those at all. No. But well, then also give up the notion that we're, we're not in charge of our lives entirely
0: Mm-mm.
1: because, you know, our spirit is in charge. The universe is in charge. We just think we are, we think we're doing these things. We think we're creating these things, but then why is it not working? Because you can teach the formula to everybody and it works for some time and then it doesn't work mm-hmm. because our spirit is really in charge. So to say yes to the things that come when they come and if there's, um, a problem or a delay, then there's a problem or a delay, but it's always there because it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's, we can have a lot more energy if we, we stop resisting. filling our head with these ideas that we're actually movers and shakers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that the only control we have is understanding we don't have any control, but we yeah. have choices. And even abstaining from a choice is a choice. So we do have choices, you know, when when something's dumped on you, instead of going like, why me or being angry, that, you know, the choice is, is to, okay, what am I meant to do with this? You know, because everything is for a reason. And sometimes that reason doesn't make sense uh, on the surface, but the more you dive into it, now you really actually understand why. So you've got to be willing sometimes to, to wade through the stuff. <laughs>
1: And we really think they're choices, but they're really, I mean, they've scientifically proven that we don't have that many choices. <laughs> and that We've already decided before we get into our indecisiveness, it's we its already decided. Because there, there is that inner guidance that already knows what's going to be happening. But, you know, if it helps us to go through hours or days of, oh, what should I do, then, um, you know, it's okay, too. Then just... Don't beat yourself up over that now. Right, exactly. Yeah, we really
0: are our own persecutors, aren't we? You know, we we love doing that. And it's, where does that come from? You know, and I think if you look back on history, you know, humans persecuted each other um, and self-persecution. That it's most certainly a pattern that needs to change because it does block the energy.
1: Yeah, but it's always, it always comes from the self. Mm-hmm. It's everything we do on the outside is because we do that to ourselves. Yeah. So if but- we can help everybody get a little bit happier, mm. our whole life will become happier. And right yeah. now after like 2020, where we've just like split apart mm. as, as, a, as a group, which was kind of, incredible for me to just watch. I mean, the duality of things yes. became so visible. Yes. In every yes. community, I mean, whether it was the spiritual community or the political community or the young old community, I mean, there was like a, a split everywhere. Mm. Yeah. And it pointed out the, that the two sides, and I, I, what I really loved about it is because there's no answer in either side. Mm-hmm. Answers in the center, which, to me is the heart yes so unless we go into our heart we will not come together
0: that's the 3d and, of it isn't it the heart yeah.
1: so like if you look at the chakra system yeah. the heart is in the center if you look at anything the heart is in the center and that's the one most important thing and so the pendulum goes like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and right now it's like this yeah. <laughs> crashing into each other (laughs) and if you listen to like arguments on either side they always sound the same yes so they sound exactly the same and i have uh you know my book i have this little part about you know i can say i don't want to be um a racist and i go a little bit further and i go and i say well i really hate racists they're wrong but at that moment i'm saying exactly the same thing right
0: right yes yes
1: That's the other side of the pendulum but Mm -hmm. that doesn't it can only come in the heart when we accept one another that's the Mm -hmm. only way out of this madness
0: yes you know i've always said that um you know it, it really i don't care what package you come in you know black white pink polka dot um i don't see the outside of you it's from the inside out that i resonate and it's, it is the heart, it is the consciousness, it is the character that that I'm drawn to. And if it happens to come into, you know, a different colorful package that is bringing a different culture with it, then that's more fascinating, you know, because it's always fascinating to understand each other's cultures. But as you said, we're always saying the same thing. And, and the thing this is, you know, as a true colors coach, the four key personality traits is that each person is addressing the same, the same point and they may uh, articulate it in a different way. But when you look at it as a whole, you'll understand they're all addressing the same truth. Uh, And it's just a different perspective. And what we're looking at right now, the division of the perspective seems to be one way or the other. And we need to bring the shift a little bit in order to be able to see things from another side. And one is heart compassion and understanding, because then we would understand there's more in common than what divides us.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is that, you know, if we look at life as a play which or a novel, which mm. I like to do a lot, I, I mean, I, I come from a writing sort of background, and um, you have to have your dramatic aspects of writing. You <laughs> know, Shakespeare plays, there are a lot yeah. of drama. points yes. in it. Um, so we like that. Because if we didn't have that, we would think it to be boring. So, Mm. you know, if we don't want to really look into and go into our heart, then we all want to be entertained. But we can't be entertained without the drama of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So until we're done with playing out any kind of drama, we need also the people that create the drama in our lives. Which we can then, you know, be upset about. Yes, a the decision there
0: is: do you want to be upset or not? And if you don't want to be upset, stop feeding the drama.
1: Yeah, or you know, truly enjoy it. Yes, <laughs>
0: like a good play, like a good movie. Um, you know, don't don't go soap opery about
1: it because <laughs> <laughs> that drama is on steroids. <laughs> But I, I, I did that in one class a while ago in New York. I asked people, I said, well, what what, what do you want to read? A really boring, peaceful book right now or a really exciting thriller?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's the same thing. You can make that choice. You can say, okay, well, I've read all the thrillers and they're really all the same formula. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Already, like after a while, you know what's going to happen. hmm so you can step out of it and say, okay, I don't need that anymore, because I already know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not like we've changed that much as human beings over years. and, years no. and years.
0: no, I think, you know, we've become more exposed, you know, whereas um, we didn't have such a big arena in order to, to play our drama out. Um, you know, it was more the village and the small town effect. And now we are global. And that drama can stretch out and you can get more attention from further afield. And of course, the more attention that you get, you know, the more people become drama drunkies uh, because they like better attention. But I'm always saying that to live in that drama all the time takes so much energy and it's far less energy to and more energizing to be more on the peaceful and equilibrium side. Um, than it is to to be feeding that drama all the
1: time yeah but you have to get to that point yourself you yes have to get to that point where one just says okay i don't want to do this anymore
0: right right
1: um if i want a
0: drama i'll watch something on tv but i don't need it in my life <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, that's why i like to teach because you can't change other people and that's like the biggest illusion i mean you cannot heal or change or do anything for anybody else they have to do it for themselves. So the The thing that I like to teach is get to know yourself. Get, find out where is your drama? Where is um, where are you entangled in?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where yeah. is your spider web? Because we are both. We are the spider that creates this beautiful web of life all the time. But we are also the fly that's caught in it. Mm-hmm. So we mm. have those two aspects constantly with one another. And um, so in the in a lot of the spiritual teaching, the spider is important because it casts out the web and then it absorbs it again to go within, which is really good symbolic thing as that's what we should happen. We go out in our spider web we, we understand that and then we draw it back inside when we're ready to go inside and um, we already know that everything comes out of us and also returns back to us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, so, we're that vessel, aren't we?
1: Yeah, so we're really getting to know yourself and then move forward because otherwise we're running on, you know, fear, adrenaline, drama, things that are happening that we don't really need to react to. Disappointment. Then, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think one of the worst things is to be a disappointment to yourself. And again, that is a reflection of of allowing society to dictate who you should be when you're willing to see yourself for who you really are and, and you know the the wonder and the glory of who you are and what you're here to do you know you can let go of that disappointment you know as Popeye says I am what I am you know yeah. and it, it's when you embrace who you are and you know that you're being honest with your core and with your heart you know then you can live in your own truth and if it's somebody else is not ready for it or you know it's not their cup of tea then that's okay but be true to who you are because that's where your peace and your equilibrium lies
1: yeah that's very well said i totally agree with that
0: (laughs) it's getting there and that's what 2021 i think is about you know i I have a a protector on last week um uh she she travels multidimensional, so she kind of get the codes, and every year she writes on what the year is going to present, and she says we're going for another four years of, of this transformation, uh, of this change of society, change of thinking, coming from the heart and soul, and the consciousness more from the exterior um, expectations, and, you know, 2020 shook us up, but 2021 is an excellent time to be planting those seeds, isn't it?
1: Well, there's never a bad time to plan things. Right, yes. (laughs) But I think that we all had time to to look at things. Mm -hmm. I mean, these lockdowns have made us be able to look at things. It also made us maybe, hopefully, look at how we treat others Mm. around the world. And um, do we want to be treated like that or should we change that? Yes. (laughs) I think yourself is always a good measurement.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh you, yeah!
1: Don't you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, and um, just that there. I mean, there is enough. There is enough care. There's enough for for many people if we start looking that way. I watched
0: a, a little thing of Jane Elliott the the other day, and she was doing a conference. Obviously, this is going back some time, and and she said, "I would like all white people to stand up." who wish to be treated the way black people are treated. Yeah, well, Nobody no. moved. <laughs> and she said, let me reiterate, if you wish to be treated the way black people are treated, stand up, because no one did. And, you know, that is an eye-opener. You don't want to be treated that way, so why are you treating them that way? And I yeah. think that reflection of, you know, is we're reactionary creatures. And we don't realize sometimes that our reactions are a negative to someone else. And I think being cognizant of how we treat other people, again, how we treat ourselves, you know, how you want to be treated is the way you should treat other people. And if we can get into that mindset, we're already on the right track.
1: Yeah, and the problem there is, you know, you said at the beginning to keep your heart open, mm-hmm. <laughs> to have an open heart. And the problem with that is that if we really open our hearts, then we get overwhelmed with all the things that are going on and that are um, happening to people around us. So we close it off really quick again. But when we have our hearts closed, then, you know, we don't care. Right.
0: Apathy is so much worse than empathy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather
0: feel and feel the pain than, you know, than, than have no feeling at all because that is just an empty void.
1: Yeah, but it's very hard to, I mean, I don't know exactly where you live, but when you walk by a lot of homeless people, mm, we have, a lot of it here. have your heart open, Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. But you also have to, at the same time, understand that there are lessons that people are learning and, you know, your lessons may be to, you know, help or do something compassionate or something like that. And their lesson... Maybe to bring that out in you.
0: Mm-hmm. I, um, I think each one of us is has you know is is choose something that you want to be a champion for, and you know you maybe cannot physically help every homeless person that you pass, um, but it is choose something that you're going to stand up for. So, you know some organisation, somebody that's down on their luck, um, and and in some way be a part of that solution. You don't have to fix everybody you don't have to be the solution for everyone if you choose a certain area or certain you know certain cause and champion that you know the the difference that you're going to make in those people's lives and you know don't beat yourself up if you can't help that person over on the street there
1: yeah and even if it's not even if you can't even support an organization or so if you can just be kinder to whenever you can
0: that smile, that hello, that acknowledgement,
1: right? Yeah, it goes a long way. And you don't know, and a lot of times you don't know what is going to happen with what you do or where your kindness went, and uh, and it doesn't matter. No, because it's just the energy that goes out there. Because if you want everybody to know, then you know it's not really compassion.
0: <laughs> right. Yes, it's more ego. Um. I, you know, I've been doing this eight and a half years, and. Um, it is rewarding when somebody comes back and says, This podcast changed my life. Uh, and the reward is the fact that you know that it, it's it's working, you know, that it, it, but we don't get the feedback, you know, as a spiritual counselor before this, we don't get the feedback because if we don't get the feedback, that means they're out there on their own. And they're, they don't need you anymore, you know, so it's in, in a lot of ways a good sign. But uh, it's nice, and, uh, you know, to, be, uh, to have that gratitude now and again, but you have to do it, uh, everything that you do, with the intent to, to help someone without looking for the reward. Your reward will come in a different form at the time of your need.
1: Yeah, and I think when you have the idea to have a podcast like that, where did that idea come from? Depression, funny enough. <laughs> I wrote an article and on it depression. Came <laughs> it came as a solution to you. Yes. And where did it come from? It came from your spirit because mm. the time was right. And you probably needed the depression before to help people out of the depression. Yes, to understand
0: so, the depression in order to help people out of it absolutely and and then I found my niche I found my calling you know I found my passion and I think that's one of the important things is is to find a passion in life isn't it to find something that is very meaningful to you because that becomes your purpose and I think if we're if we're just flapping through life without a purpose and I don't mean a direction I mean a purpose um that is sometimes we just feel we are the wind rather than traveling the wind.
1: Oh, well, yeah. But when you when you say that now, all the people that don't know what their purpose is, they're yes. gonna be like, oh, no, you know, she said that. And I don't have a purpose because it's also just being the wind and flapping around is also a purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's again, it's what comes to you. And right. what came to you was doing this show and getting out of, you know, the depression and helping people and having it in a really large audience being, you know, on the internet, you can reach a lot of people. Yeah. Somebody may only like sweep the front stoops and um, just prevent somebody from slipping. And that may be just as big or exactly. they may never know that that was a purpose. So I think the purpose is to really be, be yourself and, and keep an open heart and be in your heart. That becomes the passion, right? you know, just being
0: yourself, how many people, you know, have we heard the stories of that in the 40 years been doing the same thing and always with such cheer, no matter what they've gone through and, you know, passing on the cheer, passing on the love. And that was their purpose is just to pass on the love to ignite it in others, to bring a smile to other people's faces. And we underestimate that, don't we? Because if we could break a smile on someone's face and just open that heart a little bit, wow, what a gift. Right there.
1: Yeah, and you, you don't, often you don't even know that that yeah. will be what is happening.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't know what that person is going through. Mm-hmm.
0: So be your own exuberance. <laughs> <laughs> so putting the right foot in front of the other, you know, you've, you've written this book and the, um, on, the, the transformation promise. What is the promise of the transformation?
1: Well, the promise is that nothing ever stays the same. Everything constantly transforms. So, you know, what you read at the beginning or is that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me often was a really good sentence, you know, when I was in really terrible situations or so, and I'm going like, okay, this is not going to stay forever. Yeah. Yeah. One way or another, it's going to transform and change again. So I think there is a great hope in that promise that things will not stay the same because we all look for change generally when we're not feeling good. Mm. So not too worried about the people that are worried about that their good luck is going to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because they most likely won't pick up a book like that. But when we're stuck somewhere, then we have that promise that things will change. And then, you know, the book is really about how how do I actively step into that change so that it, I'm not going from, you know, one deep hole into the next deep hole, mm-hmm. but have some other perspective there. Yeah. And that is, you know, we know that our outside world is a reflection of our inside world. If mm-hmm. we are totally aware of our inside world, then we can change the inside world
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that will then change the outside world. So. That book is mostly about getting to know yourself and being really honest with yourself, which is a hard thing to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I want to be honest with myself. I already have, you know, 10,000 excuses to why this is not really necessary. Mm-hmm. And they come faster than anything. But when you are a little bit trying to be honest with yourself, then you can find out, wow, you know, I, I always do this. Mm-hmm or you know i'm really attached to this and this is the source of whatever is going on so is this attachment worth worth it but we don't really well well you know on the front lines we don't look at what's behind it we just look to survive mm. and so this book is about looking deeper and seeing who you are to then step forward really confidently
0: mm they're willing to transform, understanding sometimes that we're just in a loop. You know, we think that we're moving forward, but you're just going right back into the circle and and having that perspective sometimes like an outside view, you know, oh, okay, now I understand what I'm doing. I just need to step out of it or see it from a different perspective. And sometimes that's all, you know, a book or, or a coach or somebody that you meet is doing is shifting you from one treadmill into, you know, a different path that you can now get up, stand up, put that one front to the other and take a different journey.
1: Yeah. I mean, we may think that uh, we want to, you know, uh, just say, let's say we want to leave a relationship or so, or the relationship isn't good. And then we go back like, yes, but the relationship is not that bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we don't know what, what, all that entails so to be really clear about you know what what is good what are we getting out of it what what is not good and how does how can we you know navigate that how we, yeah. a lot of times it's just being really clear about when you look at it all of a sudden you realize and you go like wait a second why have I done this for the last 10 years yes <laughs> and it's caused me so much pain and um I could have just not done that. That option was always there.
0: But we didn't see it because we're so caught up in that loop, you know, and you be, just become, you know, blind, deaf, dumb to everything. Yeah. You're so caught also, up in it.
1: Also, we weren't ready
0: for it. Right. And yeah. and that's, a, you know, you hear a lot of the times when people are going through the, their own transformation and they want their spouse or sister brother mother to change along with them and, the, and then they get angry because they're not why don't you see what i see because they're not ready to see it and sometimes they need to see you completely transform as an invitation to go well if she can maybe i can and then there's some people who will just never be ready for it so but we can't force anybody on this journey until they have the free will of walking forward into it
1: yeah well we can't change anybody ever no no <laughs> but we can show them a path you know if you um you leave an abusive relationship and you have other friends that are in an abusive relationship they they will see that you will create a path that they might go down so mm. you can be a new path maker
0: right and a new inspiration I always say inspiration begets invitation When you're inspired by somebody by what they've done, you've known their struggle, but look what they have become now, despite that struggle or because of that struggle. And look at who they are today It becomes an invitation that well, if they can surely I can. And so I think, you know, be an inspiration to yourself and you never know how that ripple effect is going to be an inspiration to others.
1: Yeah, so that's the best thing you can do, like transform yourself. an inspiration to yourself and then um everything will benefit from that
0: Mm, exactly we need calmer waters you know this this is most certainly the transformational time you know as being predicted over the next four years which makes sense because humans are slow to learn um And it really can be at very exciting times because I feel the energy is with us. The cosmic energy is with us in this transformation, in this change. And I think if we're willing to step out of our own limitations or self-control and just allow and step into that energy of that transformation, we would actually be really excited about what lies before us.
1: Yeah, but, you know we like to not generally like to not step forward we we like what we know
0: even if it's not good for us and that's i think one of the big shifts that we need to have
1: is yeah, we that need a little more sense of adventure
0: yes yes wondrous adventure and and i think you know we're, we're looking at the world right now you know with the pandemic with the unrest with the whole economic situation around the world, you know, that whole shakeup, it's like we can't go back to normal and that normal wasn't working for us anyway. In hindsight, we can see it wasn't working. We are all part of the equation of what happens down the road or tomorrow and that we all need to step up into it. And I think the more that people understand that everybody's participation is is needed and the more we're going to have that transformation. And when people start seeing other people transform and it looking better, more and more people then are invited to join. So we have to energetically feed that that transformation that is needed and push the energy along that way.
1: Yeah. And we need to go back to the center, to our mm. heart, mm-hmm. And then we can see that, you know, right and left is like saying the same thing, just... Um, different words, and just get that pendulum to sort of settle in the center.
0: Yes, yes. Um, you know that the soul can't talk to a to a closed heart. It can't talk through it. And so the more you open up the the heart, the more you know the soul, the source, the energy can come through and guide you forward. And uh, you know it's it's stepping out of the fear, isn't it? And uh, very often that worry, that doubt, that anxiety, that fear cripples people into thinking creatively or, or thinking in possibilities or optimism. And again, if we could just shift that, we just put a break in that so that that thought process can change. And as a human race, this this is our time now. This is our time. You stop feeding the drama. Get out of that loop. You don't like what's happening in your life or in the world, then be a part of the solution. Step up. Um, because we really do need that
1: yeah so a nice thing would be to just in the morning before you put your foot down Mm -hmm. (laughs) to just think just have the intent to be kind yes
0: goes so far doesn't it kindness you know you I think with kindness you see the joys in life the simple joys in life you hear nature in all its abundance you know, the children's laughter, the dog's wagging tail, um, you know, you, you hear so much more joy when you step into that kindness, when you step into that heart. And everything becomes so much more heartfelt, the good and the bad, but the good will always override the bad if, if that's what you are choosing to feed. So we're very, very capable of doing it. We've just got to make that decision.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it's an easy decision, and it's a small one. And the, the changes are so fast mm. coming, you know, just like within hours, you can see how life feels different if you yes. just have that intent of kindness.
0: Light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. It's been before me all the time, and I couldn't see it. You know, I put the light bulb on, and now I can see it. I understand what she's talking about. Um, that that sometimes it's just that tiny fraction isn't it that tiny fraction of shift but you've got to be willing to make that shift that's the free will and if you step into the kindness the caringness and the heart it will it will lead you down that road which is what we really need now other than your books you know what programs or what are you offering people for 2021
1: well, I haven't really embraced that uh, <laughs> Zoom meeting and uh, workshop stuff. So I, I may go that way again, because I do love to teach. And um, But I like the in-person ones. I'm still grieving that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do work one-on-one with people over the phone. So uh, my clients are all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I will get back into teaching and hopefully soon we can do it in person again. Right. Yeah. I think by summer,
0: as long as, you know, again, yeah. people are willing to shift. You know, we, we will see that transformation because if ever there was an invitation to the human race to come together, you know, for the greater cause, which is uh, the the existence of humanity, you know, it is now. And uh If you step into kindness and you step into heart, you will understand what we all need. And then you can be a part of that equation. But um, we are the solution. We've been the problem, but we are also the solution. And I think it's time to step into that solution. And so people can reach out to you. How do they get hold of you, love? What's your site and what's the best way of finding you?
1: Well, I'm pretty much everywhere, but most information is on my website, quantumheartfield.com. And so that has phone numbers and everything on there. And um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. And my books are on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and all other small and bigger stores. Mm-hmm.
0: So the transformational promise. Um, and it is a promise, isn't it? You know, we yeah. promise you that when you start the willingness to transform, the willingness to be open-minded, open-hearted. Uh, you will see the difference. You will see the transformation right before your eyes, and it will grow and grow and grow the more you're willing to feed it. Uh, all of the answers lie within us. It's just that willingness to open up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that detaching from uh, misery.
0: Yes. Yeah, and you know the old saying, "Misery loves company." Well, certainly it's got a great deal of company in this last yeah. 2020. And I, I was watching a show, um, Rachel Meadows and Colbert, and she's a political talk show analyst. And they were saying they were looking forward to the next four years because it's going to be so vanilla. <laughs> it's going to be so boring because everybody is so very well, you know, equipped and qualified that there isn't going to be the hysteria and the tornadoes that we've had. And I think people are exhausted, absolutely exhausted. And you know, this is the time to take those deep breaths, to exhale what has been and to start taking in the breath of possibilities of what could be and willing to transform.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure the universe always has plenty of challenges it throws our way.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, although we, you know, they're hoping politics will be vanilla, we know that there's going to be other dramas along the way. Is again, it's like you can be engaged without being swallowed up. So, yeah, yeah it's it don't get swallowed up
1: Well, there's lots of places to to look and be. I mean, there's the, the whole Middle East and mm. Europe, the refugees and Yes. Yes. I mean, now that we're global and know everything, um you know, another thing is we can be really grateful for everything. I mean, anybody watching this, at least, you know, as a computer or a phone and a place to sit and listen to something. Yes. That is not true for a lot of people. Yeah. So Thanks. we can always be grateful for something.
0: There's always a reason to be grateful. You know, I will say to people, you know, um, uh, we're not being bombed. We're not being starved. We're not afraid to go out of our houses. Uh, well, you know, some are, but you know, it's it's a it's a silent killer, um, and a, a vicious one. But there is so much that we have the power to do to combat it. Uh, so we're not powerless instead of feeling of I am oh, you know this has been taken away from me, be grateful for what you have because that was the reflection of 2020. It was a reflection of what you really have, the gift you really are to yourself, that journey in and to understand you're not alone and that all the solutions are there. And 2021 is, is actionism. step into actionism, yeah. of transforming and and you'll see the promise that's there. But you have to take action in order to, do, to to be part of that transformation.
1: Yeah, and for those uh, that need a little extra help with the daily routine, getting ready to it, I have that workbook, 28 Days to Love, Joy, and Prosperity. Mm-hmm. But that's a, it's like a daily exercise. It takes less than five minutes a day, so it's not a, a huge commitment. But it gets your mind focused on what's working right
0: Uh, you know that i'm glad you mentioned that because we have to understand that um, the programming is running on a loop and in order to change the programming you have to um, delete it if you can but if you can't delete it override it and that means override it repetitively with something to replace the old programming and by having that book where you have those exercises and people you know really get immersed into those exercises it starts replacing the old programming and puts them on the right track to where they can transform and see life differently so both books are actually very important to everyone are not they
1: i yeah i actually do the workbook occasionally myself so Mm -hmm. probably a couple of times a year the beginning of the year is a good time Mm -hmm. i chose to do it at the end of 2020 just to um You know, sum that up a little bit. But it it's a book that you can do over and over again. Yes,
0: when you feel yourself going off course, yeah, put yourself back on track.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Put it out there. I do do it myself. Mm -hmm. And I also and um, you know, the transformation promise book is more about work through once because you get to know yourself and then you know what to do.
0: Yeah, it it is about knowing yourself, isn't it? And then trusting the universe, you know, and and it's wonderful quantum energy that comes through us and guides us and uh, being at one, you know, with that collective, you know, every cell in the body is important. There are trillions of cells, but they all rely on each other in order to keep the body, you know, optimal. And so we don't want any particular cellular structure to break down. And when you look at the world right now, we have cellular structures broken down. And uh, the only way to heal them is for them to get out of the discord, the dis-ease, and step into more calmness and more allowing and allow that transformation to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we are all one, even though we tend to want to be different from all the people we don't like. (laughs)
0: Yes exactly we're all cut from the same cloth so to speak and we're all made out of the same particles and energy and this is why you know you have a succinctness with certain people oh I feel like I've known you forever it's because you're on the same wavelength you're in the same energy zone and so if you're finding yourself going to people that are drama driven negative or hate-filled what is that saying about your own energy right so you need to change that energy to attract the people that are more heart-filled. Uh And then you'll find a wavelength that actually has so much more flow to it.
1: like well, I go with this. the others that are not on your heart field <laughs> are the ones that remind you that you're getting off your heart field. Yeah. Yes. But they're Also there to serve a really good purpose because every time somebody rubs you the wrong way, it's time for you to look inward and, you know, see what's going on with you.
0: Right. Good old little kick in the butt. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I react to that? That was a past paradigm. You know, (laughs) So what do I need to deal with? And don't be afraid to ask those questions, right? Don't be afraid to ask, you know, if you're reacting to something to ask yourself, why have I reacted to that? You know, what made me get angry about that? Because if you don't really look at it, how are you going to understand it? But just don't beat yourself up on it.
1: No, just know that whenever something is aggravating you, it is because there is a button inside of you that can be pushed. Yes. (laughs) And so until you have removed all your buttons and the keyboard is gone, there's going to be people that are irritating you. So you can every time just be grateful if somebody irritates you because they're helping you actually become more of yourself. Mm -hmm.
0: Being true to yourself and liking who you are, loving life loving you know what you're contributing and uh, just being a part of that wonderful energy flow it really is a nice place to be isn't it yeah most definitely so again the the site is quantumheartfield.com you on linkedin and facebook with your name would you please spell your name for people please love
1: yeah, Johanna, J O H A N N A, and then Derbulowski is D E R B O L O W S K Y
0: and and the instagram is the quantum heartfield facebook is your name and uh, and of course people can buy the books from amazon both of them and uh, so that is the the transform the transformation promise and the other book again i'm just busy looking here but i've not got my glasses on
1: 28 days to love joy and prosperity
0: exactly and it, you know to me it sounds like you need both um, because one is a book that helps you practice that transformation.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they also stand on their own. And um, but all the the Facebook links and Instagram and LinkedIn, it's all on the website too. So if you only right. remember Quantum Heartfield, you you find me. Great, wonderful.
0: Thank you so much for coming and sharing and kicking off our 2021 in the right direction. You know, whether you're left footed or right footed, it's just you know the, the right foot is in the right heart set, isn't it? You know, the, the mind will follow the heart. So be in the right, right heart set in putting that foot forward.
1: Yes, that is perfectly said. <laughs> and I'm so grateful to have been here with you.
0: Well, thank you very much, love. And all that wonderful energy and that love. And this is the twenty twenty one. one, you know, as I said, reflection for 2020. 2021, I think, is the transformation, is where we start making those transformations, uh, big or small. You know, it is putting that foot of intent, heart intent, kindness, love, you know, foot forward and allowing 2021 to, to, to be the reveal of what can be. Uh, because we're willing to transform and we're willing to come from the heart to do it. So I think it's very, very important that that heart set, because I said it will dictate the mindset, um, start the year off right. So thank you for putting our right foot forward on this uh, first show of the year. Thank you very much. Thank you. And to everyone, remember, please, we don't want to repeat a 2020. 2021 is about transformation and you can make it with the aid of her books. And again, coming from the heart. All right. Because we need your heart set. So until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you we are here to make a difference in your life thank you for listening